I'm Lauren Dimmitt Waters. I'm a New York City-based blogger and influencer who has been covering beauty, fashion, and lifestyle for what seems like forever. But now I'm a woman in midlife who wants to discover all the secrets to growing younger. I'm ready to explore topics that deal with health and anti-aging, especially when it comes to beauty, fashion, wellness, and longevity. I'll unearth what works and what you shouldn't waste your money on. Even if it's crazy, I'll hunt down the latest and greatest to help us all get through this journey called life with a little humor and a lot of attitude. I want to keep fighting the fight so we can all grow old ungracefully. So welcome to Beauty is a Bitch. Hey, everybody. Welcome to a new episode of Beauty is a Bitch. My guest today is Catherine Balsam Schwaber. She is the CEO of Kendra, which is an innovative self-care company for women in menopause. A lifelong advocate for women's health, Catherine joined Kendra to break down the stigma surrounding menopause care and support and empower women in midlife through Kendra's science-backed formulas and community-building initiatives. Balsam Schwaber earned her bachelor's degree at Brandeis University and went on to receive her master's of business from New York University, Leonard and Stern School of Business. She lives in Connecticut with her husband and twins. Hi, Catherine. How are you? Hi, I am great. I'm so happy to be here with you. I love the idea that beauty is a bitch, right? It's so yeah, true. I wish it wasn't, but it's unfortunately it is, especially as we enter midlife, it gets a little it's, harder. It does, yeah. it does. So it does. I want I've to start, that. this is such a, I love this line and I'm just curious, like, just tell us a bit about Kendra and why the brand was started. Yeah. Um, well, you know, it's it's interesting and related to obviously my own life experience, um, which is I myself have worked, you know, pretty much in in content and media my entire life, mm-hmm. and happened to have jobs that perfectly correlated with my my own life stage. Actually, so when I was in my twenties, I worked at MTV during the Hills era. When I was in my 30s, I ran marketing at iVillage, which was like the original women's network, right? And um, and then went on to some other roles. Uh, I had my twins kind of in the middle of all of that, and then ended up moving from New York to LA to be the chief content officer at Mattel when my kids were little. And after that, I ended up going back to NBC Universal. And as part of that journey, I had a moment where I just felt like, I really wanted to get back to working on something I cared about personally, right? I love marketing television shows and working with brands. But when I thought about what was happening in my own life, mm-hmm. which is that my body was starting to change in these crazy ways, and that um, I actually had an experience where I was misdiagnosed for menopause, like many women do, where I, I, my first sign of menopause was being super achy really, really achy all the time, but I didn't realize it was menopause because I thought menopause is something that happens to women who are much older, right? It didn't even occur to me. And when I went to the doctor, he basically said, you know, you have an autoimmune issue and like take these steroids and come back to me in six months. And luckily I didn't do that. I did some more investigation and through that process really began to think like how, what is happening here? Why isn't there any information? Why are we talking about this? Even when I talked to my girlfriends, like nobody, nobody was talking nobody about was, it. Right. Right. Or, right. So, um, 
So in the process of all of that conversation, I essentially connected with M13, which is a fund in Los Angeles, and Procter & Gamble, who was working on developing some really unique IP in this space. And we joined forces to start Kindra and, and really birth this mission to have conversations, get women educated, build community, and then deliver things that actually work, right? like products that actually work for the things that that are most difficult on this menopausal journey. Well, we're going to we're going to discuss that in a minute, but let me ask my next question. Yeah. What makes Kindra unique from other menopause solutions on the market? Well, I think there are a few things. One is because we're so focused on the science that Everything we consider that we have brought to market so far, or that we consider bringing to market, has rigorous testing, and we really work with our community on the feedback to adjust the products and even some of the dosages within those within those products. So when we think about the ingredient deck, we're looking at each individual ingredient's impact as well as the way that the ingredients work together if you're taking multiple supplements so that you actually get increased benefits from the products as you kind of stack them, which is unique in the way that we think about, you know, about being on your menopausal journey. It's never just, well, I shouldn't say never, but so far I haven't encountered any woman who has just one thing that she's working on in her body. It's like multiple things happening at once. And so we're all so different too. We all experience it so differently. Exactly. So it's like being able to create this science-backed sort of personalized solution for yourself is part of what what makes our products different. And then also, I think our focus on education, which um, just as part of our mission, the idea that we want to be helping women understand with reliable information what's actually happening in your body. So just so everybody knows, in case we didn't say this, that uh, that Kendra is a line of estrogen-free essentials also to help relieve some of the symptoms yes. of menopause. So that, like in my hand right now, I'm holding, there's a sleep-enhancing dietary supplement, which I can't, I need because sleep is yes. like, the one thing I can't seem to master. Uh, yeah. and, and I have the core dietary supplement here. I have energy, yeah. energy boosting, need that. Yeah. And then there's this like vaginal cream with a reusable yeah. applicator. Um, and I yeah. know there's other things too. So you want to talk yeah. a little bit to us about, you know. Yeah. So actually, yeah, just today um, we launched our focus supplement, which is really about supporting brain fog. Oh, I need that. I need that. They need to send it to you right now. <laughs> I don't even remember yeah. what we're doing here. It's so bad. No, I'm yeah, exactly. No, I, I feel, I feel totally the same way. Um, it, yeah, yeah, right. Totally. Right. Well, I mean, I mean, I lose my keys pretty much every day. Right. And cannot actually have a visual memory of where I put them. I mean, it's, it feels scary, but it's normal. It's normal. Right. Everybody should know that that's very normal, very common. Um, but so the vaginal lotion is actually our number one best-selling product. And I think that is for a lot of reasons, but primarily because there just haven't been a lot of choices. I mean, when you think about the whole line, the reason that we're focused in these areas right now are because from all of the conversations we've had with women and tons of research, there are four primary concerns that women 
feel are the most painful in this time frame, right? So the first is sleep disruption, right? We had that's why we have the sleep supplement. The second is fatigue, which also includes brain fog and irritability. Many women find that they get a little more on edge during this time period. The third is hot flashes, and the fourth is vaginal dryness. And that, you know, unlike sleep and brain fog, that kind of those issues for many women seem to come and go. Vaginal dryness really only progresses over time. So, you know, I think it's part part of the myth of the menopausal journey is as if there is a beginning and an end where, right, you start with your perimenopause and you have hot flashes and, you know, the way it's portrayed in the media, right? The hot flashes and craziness are like the only thing that we ever focus on. But there's so many other things happening in your body and it's the natural evolution of aging, right? as you deplete your estrogen and progesterone. And that is an ongoing journey really for the rest of our lives where we just need to support ourselves in different, you know, in different ways. And so when we think about our, the products that we've been, you know, that have been on the market and then our future products, we're really focused on those four areas. And especially when you think about vaginal dryness, vaginal health, sexual health for women over 50, it, there's just been so little innovation around these, right, around these issues because nobody talks about them even when they go to the doctor, you know, so it's, it's just hard to kind of get underneath of, but, you know, but no surprise when we bring a product that works that it's our bestseller. Yeah, I, I know. And I think I've noticed though the conversation is starting to happen more now, yeah. like even just in the past couple of years. Um, yeah. I remember going to my OBGYN and thinking I was dying. And he's like, you're in perimenopause. And I looked at him, I'm like, right. what is that? I'd never even heard that. Really? Yes. I swear to you. Oh. I was, I thought I was dying, you know, like yeah. hemorrhaging that, you know, and he's like, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, right. I didn't know. I'd yeah. never heard the word before. I was like, what? Yeah. I'd heard of menopause, yeah. just never perimenopause. So let me, yeah. I want to ask this. What, what do you mean by estrogen free? Why did Kendra hmm. opt for natural solutions for menopausal? Yeah. So um, we opted for estrogen-free because we feel like, you know, for us, it was making products that were really accessible to all people who are experiencing an estrogen depletion, um, the majority of whom are women. But really, there are many, many people, you know, around the world who are who are suffering with hot flashes and some side effects from medication, different kinds of cancers, cancer treatments. So we wanted to make products that were as accessible as they could be that also were super effective. Um, Also, you know, historically, the only thing that has really been available for, for women is estrogen replacement. And many women, you know, based on historical data are either afraid of taking estrogen or don't want to take it as the first step. Also estrogen for many women can be incredibly expensive. So bringing these products to market are a great alternative to estrogen-based products. And then they're, you know, accessible. They're super accessible because you can also get them by mail you can get them in the privacy of your home. If, you know, we obviously want you to be talking about it, but if you don't want to be talking about it, you, you, yeah. know, you can you right. deliver directly. 
to you. So, so we wanted them to be available to everybody. Anybody can take them because they're estrogen free and, and affordable basically. So can you use Kendra products when you're on HRT hormone replacement therapy? Yes, you can. Yeah. They have no, yeah, they, they have no interaction. So that's another thing that we've found is that many women who are taking HRT either like to alternate some of, if you're using a cream, right. That you, they like to alternate the use of the HR, the hormonal cream with our cream, because it's um, not as uh, abrasive on your skin and, uh, and that it's really effective. It also, you know, the, the lotion itself is interesting. I mean, I've listened to, you know, a lot of your podcasts, when you think about beauty products and the way that they work and like face cream, the lotion has the same kind of capability where it gets absorbed into your skin, like you would use face cream. So, um, it, so it builds up the elasticity of your skin again, kind of like face cream and helps to rebuild the barrier of the tissue. So it over time really makes your skin more comfortable. It's not just treating the symptoms in that moment. It, it builds benefit over time, which oh, is what all of our products do. Yeah. Like what some of these laser treatments that women are now getting yeah. do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, oh, exactly. So that's, yeah. that's great. Um, yeah. So what are your best sellers? So the Right. Yeah. The vaginal lotion is our number right. one. And then the core supplement is a close second. And the core is, um, helps really with hot flashes as well as brain fog and mood balance. Those are kind of the big things. And the, you know, the ingredients that we use in, in the supplement obviously are all natural, cruelty-free, vegan, but they are, um, su- like super powerful antioxidant. So you also get additional benefits from the antioxidant itself, which is called pycnogenol. It's also known as French maritime pine bark, which is the fancy name. And then uh, the other ingredient is ashwagandha, which is a well-known you know, mood balancer and has lots of other um, products around helping you know, even some women with things like blood pressure and um, has been very effective in multiple ways. So that's where we think about you know, how the products not only work individually, but also work together. So pycnogenol, when you take, for example, double the amount of pycnogenol, you begin to get heart health benefits and circulation benefits. So if you were taking the core, for example, and the focus, you would get, you would sort of unlock the additional benefits of pycnogenol, which can have just benefits to you as you are aging as a human, you can take um, all aren't. together and not be worried that you're going to be like overtaking yeah. anything. They all right. work synergistically together. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or take what you want. Yeah. You said that take you have, you I'm sorry, continue. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, I was going to say, you said that there's one just for brain fog coming too, or. So the focus. Hey, I got brain fog. I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> so the focus actually just came out today oh. and it is, yeah, it's actually focused on, on, uh, brain fog and helping with mental acuity. I take it, I take it already. Um, and I, you know, I actually find that it, it helps me. I mean, with all of these supplements, it's funny because I mean, certainly the line wasn't designed specifically for me, but when I like, when I don't take, you know, I forget to take my supplements like everybody else, when I forget to take the core, uh, for a couple of days, I get really achy. It's actually one of the things that helped my achiness, which has never really gone away, that I continue to feel very achy and joint pain is one of the, you know, one of the 
concerns on the list of 34 symptoms for, for women on their menopausal journey. And so, you know, when I don't take it, I start to get achy and then I'm like, oh, I got to take it. But now as I am evolving from 50 to 51, my, my brain fog is actually getting worse. And the same thing happens if I forget, especially if I have, you know, brain fog makes it worse to remember, but if I forget, and then I, um, and then I like, then I'm taking it on a regular basis. I actually feel like my mind is clearer and, you know, I'm a, I honestly, like I, I am not, um, I was not sold on supplements all my life, right? That's just not who I was. And now I can see so, so clearly the power that these natural products can have on helping my, my body and making me feel better. You know, and I used to down Advil and, and right. And Aleve all the time. And right. And and now I can in the long run. Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, um, so this is, it just makes me feel, you know, I just feel better. The mind shift. Now, do you take these in the morning or in the evening? When's the best time to take them? Well, I take the, uh, I mean, I take them when I remember, right? Um, but obviously, <laughs> when you remember, you know, yeah. So, well, I keep them. I actually keep them on my desk, but uh, so I usually take them with my coffee around eleven o'clock, and I t- try to take them on a regular schedule. The focus and the core feel like they're more morning products, and then obviously the sleep supplement you should only take at bedtime. Well, yeah, I was gonna say maybe that would I'd wait for evening, but like energy boosting that would probably be in the morning as well. Morning, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, and then the um, the the lotion. Interestingly, many women have told us that they take it, uh, they use it either like right after a shower or right before bed, right. and that you know w- sort of warming up your skin just like you would for your body moisturizer makes women feel like it's like you're absorbing, you know, even more and even better. Um, so that's sort of anecdotal, anecdotal evidence, but, but we've heard it quite a bit that, you know, the women find, and also before you go to bed, it makes you more comfortable. Uh, okay. I, yeah. I'm like, I'm just about ready to pop one now. <laughs> yeah, good. You should, um, you should right. you're know, feeling better by the end of this call. Okay. And of course I want focus that I need desperately. So uh, uh, what, uh, what can everybody expect uh, from Kendra in the future besides the focus is what's coming down the pipe. Anything you can tell us? Well, a lot of good stuff is coming. Um, you know, we are in the process of, of working on some new products still very much in our, in our, in our core. Um, you know, I think what we've heard from women repeatedly is that while they love the products that we have, they, you know, they want more, they want more support in these areas, especially when it comes to vaginal dryness, uh, sexual health and wellness and hot flashes and, and focus and brain fog and focus. Right. So, so those are areas where I feel like we are really working hard in partnership with a lot of our customers to develop new products. So we have some, um, some stuff that we're testing now and hopefully we will bring it to market soon. I will be happy to come back and tell you all about it. Okay. All right. Here's then this is, this is the the question that I'm I'm dying to ask. And why do you think it has taken so long for menopause for the Gen X woman to get the attention she needs? Well, I mean, I have a very clear answer to that, which is, 
menopause is the double whammy of sexism and ageism. I mean, yes, it just is. I agree. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So okay. It is. It, it couldn't be more clear from my own journey in this business and raising money and having conversations with all different kinds of people and the feedback that we get on our Facebook ads and and everything that, you know, the, and the lack of innovation for women's health over 45 period is is actually related to menopause, right? It's all related to menopause because menopause is the watershed moment for women when we realize that things are changing, right? We realize it's like a it's a a little bit of a rude awakening that can turn into a great midlife awakening that we are going into a different chapter of our lives. And that, you know, one of the things I hear a lot and, and have felt myself, right. Even in my, in my corporate work environment is if you become a little more invisible, Oh yeah. Right? This is when women talk about this, right? especially on the beauty side. Right? And I think that that invisibility has led to a lack of attention and investment from the scientific community you know, just start there on thinking about how you support women in, you know, in this phase of life appropriately in the same way that men have had that support. And then also, you know, all of the work that has been great work that has been done to discover and highlight the fact that, you know, dosing for other like heart medication and things like that were really just like we tested on men and then gave a smaller dose to women you know, that all that work needs to be redone because when you take into consideration not only a person's size, but the impact that estrogen actually has on the body and the the impact that the lack of estrogen has on the body, right? It has all these downstream effects, which is, you know, part of the reason that, that, um, that, that heart health is one of the primary killers of, of women yeah. actually is also related to men for so long. Exactly. Right. right. And, and so I, I, I view all of this as completely interrelated that, um, that culturally we were pushed aside and that Gen X, because we are a little me focused, perhaps we came for the first time with a voice saying like, what, what the hell, why isn't anybody talking about this or taking care of it? You know, when I think about sex in the city, for example, right. Mm -hmm. When it first came on the scene, the idea that, that women were like living this free sexual identity and they were our women, you know, and we saw women who were our age living, you know, with this incredible freedom. I feel like that was also a bit of a watershed moment for for adult women to be able to say, like, I can, I'm owning my body, I'm doing what I want with it, and and now it's transcending to where we are now, which is getting older and wanting to live our best life. You know, one of the things in my own process that was so interesting is that um, as we were launching Kendra, uh, I, I was kind of looking around at like, what does menopause mean in culture? And, and, um, and I discovered that on the show, Golden Girls, 
Blanche Devereaux's character. Have you seen this, right? Blanche yeah. Devereaux's character was 53. Yep. Yeah. And so she was, she was like, a 50. So much older. Totally. And she was talking about being menopausal, right? That was her, like, part of her character. And that was the same year as we were launching that J-Lo at 50 was doing the Super Bowl halftime show. And so the, in your mind, in my mind's eye, menopause was, was like a 70 year old woman, right? That's what I thought Blanche was. That's all we had back then. Right, right. Right, exactly. And so, you know, I think that that's, that's part of it. Like I see myself more like JLo than I do like Blanche and and, and it doesn't have to, you know, so it doesn't have to be, it's not like an old lady situation. It's a, it's a right now situation. And well, so I think that's, that, that stigmatizing it a bit, I think now, yeah. you know, with this conversation, yeah. um, I mean, not, yeah. you know, that women are talking about yeah. it more now than yeah. they ever have, which is great. Um, and to yeah. normalize it, you know, cause it's normal. Yeah. It's going to happen to every woman. You're going to go right. on a bus. It's just yeah. inevitable. Yeah. And you think about when you were young, right? Like we all talked about getting our period and how much that sucked and, you know, know, right all the time. Nobody twice about that. You talked about your period all like, ah, you know, got my period. Right. But we don't do that. And we don't do that when it comes to menopause. For some reason, we want to like hide it as if it's, as if we're outing ourselves. Right. And God forbid anybody knows you're having a hot flash, right? Right. (laughs) Um, Okay. So. How can listeners determine the best products for their needs and and where can they buy Kendra? Um, Well, you can buy Kendra online at ourkindra.com. And um, so one of the things that happened early on in our process, because we we got that question a lot, is we developed, again, in partnership with our customers, we developed a custom quiz that's on the site that really tries to go in depth with you as you take it on what's happening to your body. Because, you know, one of the things which you said earlier is that a lot of people come to the site through Google. <laughs> doctor, They come from Dr. Google thinking that they're going to die. And then right, hopefully find the quiz and learn that actually they are in a process, in an evolutionary process with their body. Um, and so, you know, we're very focused on education first, right? The quiz itself is not there to just like push product. It's there to help you figure out what's happening in your body, community resources that you can turn to. So you understand that you are not alone in this journey and then offer products that, that work and sort of a more personalized regimen um, for your, you know, for what you, you need right now. And then, you know, that's going to change over time because that's part of what happens when you're having a hormonal transition is that right now you might be having really intense hot flashes and in two years, you might have like a brain fog plus vaginal dryness plus other issues um, that, you know, so you, you need to sort of pay attention to how it's, it's changing over time, but you want to be able to support yourself as you, right, as you evolve. That's the other thing just in terms of like my own health journey, how much more I'm in touch with what's happening in my body, which is awesome, right? In a way that I haven't been uh, where I'm really experimenting too with different, like different types of supplements or different types of products. I mean, it's funny listening to your podcast. This is the first time that I have changed my moisturizer. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. 
Your skin. I don't know. Fifteen years. Yeah. Right. And um, and I'm actually more open to changing my moisturizer in an ongoing way than I've ever been. So I feel like that's also a massive missed marketing opportunity for people out there in you know in the beauty community because my whole regimen for for every part of me, right? My, the way I dress, the hair products I use, right? All of that is changing for the first time. And I, I think it's, I mean, I also think it's super fascinating, but I love um, addressing it. I've, I've watched it on being on, you know, the the fashion side and on beauty and how, as I've gotten older, how it has just changed and the changes that you go through and that, you know, I used to be like such a rule follower, sort of, you know, like fashion rule. And now I'm like, what? you know, who cares? Like, just do you, right. you know? <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, and you know, I haven't been wearing pants for a year, so that's a whole other situation. Well, there's that too. That, there's stuff for that too, because that gets harder too, as we get older. It's easy to put yes, it on, it not so easy to get it off. Understood. Exactly. So is there anything else? This has been fascinating. And I, I love that you're, you know, addressing this and that, you know, you're helping normalize this conversation too. And that, you know, there's more resources for women. Um, so uh, it's Kendra.com, right? And our, our Kendra.com. Kendra. Excuse me, our Kendra.com. Okay. I, I knew that. Um, my mistake. And uh, also, you there's uh, Instagram, everything. Twitter. Yeah, at, so all that's at our, at our, our, our Kendra. Kendra. Yep. yep. Uh, is there anything else you would like to add before we wrap this up? I think the only thing I would say is, you know, we are working hard on a lot of initiatives around having more conversations, right? Conversations about menopause, conversations about aging and finding tools to support women. And so one of the things that I say is that menopause is not like Fight Club. The first rule of menopause is to talk about menopause. And I hope that this conversation and I'm sure our subsequent conversations will keep having this conversation because the only way that we can really make cultural change is to get people talking, right? And not just women, health professionals, absolutely, partners, right? Everybody, our kids, everybody, you know, that it feels like it's just a normal, right? It's just as normal as puberty and pregnancy and every other change that we've ever gone through. And as women, we've been dealing with these changes our whole lives. And this is no different. You just have to kind of tackle it head on the way you would right, all of those other shifts. So I agree. So let's keep talking about it. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much. I agree. We need to normalize. Okay, everyone, if you've enjoyed this episode, please be sure to leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It helps us out a lot. I have a new pro-aging podcast weekly, so please contact Lauren at foundthe30.com for sponsorship opportunities. Thanks everyone for listening and start talking about menopause, normalize that conversation. Until next time, take care everyone.